It's the H-Dog Pod with your host, Michael the Hound Dog Harrison. Hey, welcome to the lucky episode 13 edition of the H-Dog Pod, the lucky whitehead edition of the podcast. For those who don't know him, a few years back with the Cowboys Whitehead, he was charged for stealing something like, it was like $25 or something like that worth of stuff from a convenience store. Turned out it was someone else who uses his identity and wasn't actually him. And then he also said his dog was taken for ransom, then a day later was found totally safe. Truly a bizarre scene. He was out of the league after a short stint with the Jets and is now in the CFL. Speaking of lucky, I'm exactly that to have on as my guest today, one of the co-hosts of the Jay and Dan show that I'm very fortunate to work on, Jay Onright. I've known him for many years and he's hilarious, so I'm stoked to have him on. Without question, we'll have to delve deeply into super important topics like toilet paper and bidets. So without further ado, let's get cracking. Okay, and now welcome on a very special guest. You know him as one of the hosts from the Jay and Dan show on TSN. I know him as an all-around great guy. He's been entertaining the masses for years with his unique brand of comedy. Jay Onray, to welcome to the H-Dog Pod. I love the name of the pod, first of all, Hound Dog Harrison. Thank you. Good to talk to you, buddy. Um, yeah, man, how's, uh, how's it going? How's, uh, how's life in self-isolation? You know what? It's not all that bad. I, I pretty much have cleared off all my uh, my PVR for the first time in literally my lifetime. I th- I feel so. It's a uh, quite the life accomplishment that I'm like seven episodes of Better Call Saul, and then I'll, I'll be completely caught up. And nice, I, yeah, nice. it's, it's, I don't know. I I don't really mind it uh, that much. I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty easy. You? It's been fantastic, but you know, it's it's hasn't changed my life at all because I, I we have tiny kids. We had a kid a year ago, so we've basically been in self-isolation for a year, just hanging out with the kid. Uh, we don't go out much. We don't do much because we just can't. So it's we've, it's been an easy transition for us, and that's a hard thing to say to people because, man, a lot of people have had their entire lives turned upside down. And um, so, yeah, it's it's definitely not bragging, but it's just factual that <laughs> my life hasn't changed much during this whole experience. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, speaking of uh, people uh, during this uh, pandemic, I want to ask the, the most important question of all probably, uh, why the hell are so many people hoarding so much toilet paper? I don't get it. Yeah, we've discussed this a lot. It's it's so weird. I, I can't figure it out. Um and it happened earlier than, you know what I mean? Like that mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert night, that Tom Hanks night, that was, you know, that to me was the tipping point night when everyone really was like, holy man, this is serious. But people were hoarding toilet paper before that, if I recall. So, yeah, it's, I'm not sure exactly what it is. I do understand it a bit more now as a parent, Mike, because you kind of have to wipe their butts with toilet paper. There's really nothing else you can do. You can't throw them in the shower and spray them down. You know, they're not a little baby elephant. <laughs> so, so you can't really do that. So you got to have a bit on hand, but yeah, it was funny. I saw an interview with like a CEO of a pay, you know, whoever makes Kleenex, I think it might be Kimberly Clark or something like that. And he just said, you're not using more of it. There's just more of it sitting in your, in your closet or your, whatever your bathroom you know, whatever you call it, bureau, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just sitting there storing, sitting in your bathroom, doing nothing. So yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully everyone's kind of come to their senses. I think things have sort of returned to normal. I don't know how they returned to normal in the grocery stores around where you live. The, uh, there's a no frills near, near where I live and I've tried going a couple of times and the lineup was, I don't know, 20 people deep, which isn't too bad, but both times I was like, you know, screw it. I don't care. I'm just going to go to like the Raba downstairs near my uh, condo. It's 24 <laughs> hours. It's a bit more expensive, but it's just the convenience of being bing, bang, boom out of there. So that's sort of what I've been doing. 
And they probably have plenty of toilet paper. They definitely do. Yeah, there's no, there's no difference at all, really. I find that, that's the other the, the thing I've I've found is that if you go to the smaller grocery stores, the um, the family-owned grocery stores, the kind of neighborhood ones, especially downtown, they seem to have a ton. I think we've kind of forgotten about these stores a little bit. Um, it's kind of kind of a sad statement about how we've ignored the little mom and pop grocery stores, but uh, they've got it. They definitely have it. Yeah, no question. And and speaking of jumping off the toilet paper thing, this actually is probably good for one of the industries that I've always wanted. And for some reason, I don't understand in North America why it's not as big as it is in uh, Asia and, and other countries overseas. But days, why the hell are, are so many people scared of these things? I, I don't understand it. I got a I got one a couple of years ago. My buddy, two mom, convinced me to get one. Got off Amazon. It was only forty bucks. It was just a, a contraption on my toilet. It wasn't like a full on like a thousand dollar one. And they're the greatest thing ever. I don't understand why. Uh, <laughs> I, I, but when you tell people about bidets, so many, so many, oft, so often their reaction is like, "Oh God, I can't do that. That's scary. I don't get it. Why? <laughs> scary? People yeah. are afraid. Um, yeah, it's just not part of our culture on a mass level, I guess. But like I've always said, like, get in the shower and you know just scrub down. Your body will feel better than scraping abrasive paper against it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But I digress. I mean, uh, you know, again, you got kids who you gotta you gotta wipe their butts. So uh, there's got to be some toilet paper in the world. By the way, Mike, this is riveting podcasting right now. <laughs> I mean, this is wild stuff right now. And I'm also freezing. I'm outside in my garage, and oh, it's no. like it's pretty chilly out here right now. I haven't been outside in like three, four days. I, uh, I if the weather <laughs> I was good, it. I almost don't want to realize that I can't be golfing. So if it gets quite nice here in the future, I'm just gonna sort of forget that. Uh, the weather is going to be, you know, obviously great out there, and I won't be able to play. So, yeah, it's maybe uh, you should uh, maybe you should order like, you know, like a putting machine or something, and you should order it now because it's everything's taking months to get to you now. It seems so. Yeah, order uh, order yourself a little putting practice helper. That'd be pretty good. Uh, I have a couple here. I have uh, hardwood floors though, so it's kind of. Oh, yeah. make it easy i'd love to go like in the hallways and just put in there but i'm sure obviously people would be pissed off about that <laughs> no question about it why don't you just try it anyway and see if it works yeah you know what that's a good idea i should do that i mean sure. all you could all you all they would do is the, if they're mad all you do is just apologize and say i won't do it again and then don't do it again but maybe they won't notice maybe they're partying in their condos they have no idea what's happening in the hallways that's true. Or it'd be even better actually if they had like a Larry David moment and they actually were just like, "What are you doing, man? Like, what are you, yeah. you idiot?" And that actually be kind of funny. It'd be a good story to tell, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose it would. Would you? Do you think if you were in that situation, you would talk back to the person talking that way to you, like Larry David would, or would you just apologize and return to your condo? I would love to say. I would love to say that I would just be like beaking them back and just you know chirping them, but. Yeah, no doubt about it. I'm probably I I I'm too much of a a softy. Probably I'd be like, oh, sorry, my bad. But inside, I'd want to be. Sorry, you know? I've, I've always wanted to, do, to be like Larry David and just say some things to people in public. But you just never know who you could, the wrong side you can get on someone. So yeah, I figure it's probably best I don't do that. Yeah, and he himself has said that he doesn't really behave that way. He wishes he could. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he thinks it. But he doesn't really act that way in public. It's probably there's probably a little truth in the middle in that one. <laughs> what do you think of the? Have you finished the last uh, latest curb season? I haven't finished it. Um, 
My wife and I are... Uh, my wife! We Sometimes we get a show in at night, sometimes we don't. Um, so we, we're moving on it really slow, but I gotta say, I think it's been one of the best seasons in a long time. But then again, every season's great. <laughs> like, so, so I love that show so much, but I think it's been fantastic this year. I've really enjoyed it. Um, loved the John Hamm episode. Oh, Thought so he good. was just awesome. Um, who's the dude from uh, Justified? I always forget his name. Mm. Uh, Conan likes him. Anyway, he was on the episode where he got married. Remember? And, Mexico, I think at Baja. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Great episode. Yeah, whatever. Timothy Oliphant. That's it. Oliphant. He was hilarious. So, yeah, there were some great ones. Um, Oh, and wasn't Clive Owen in it? Man, he had some hilarious, like, interesting guests on it this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the only thing I my only slight beef with it is like 37, 38 minute long episodes. I feel like if it could just, like, it used to be like 30 minutes almost exactly. Sometimes right. I feel a few episodes, some of the scenes just feel just slightly longer than maybe they should be. If they could be tightened up a bit, they'd be even better. Maybe. I I got to be honest, at no point did I think that. And I and I think I noticed they were longer, but I, it was one of those things that was like, I don't know. I, I was like, happy. <laughs> you know? I was like, give me more of this. I, 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 I'm, uh, I can't get enough of the guy. I think he's, uh, he's just amazing. Amazing talent. Yeah, no, no, no question about that. Uh, Switching gears a little bit. I say switching gears. I, I I always think about that. Does anyone actually ever say switching gears? By the way, in a, in a regular As conversation. Switching gears. <laughs> like, switching gears, Jay. <laughs> that would actually be funny if you know someone did that as they drove. With <laughs> yeah. Every passenger that they drove around. Yeah. Uh, so you, what? Tell us to your start. Uh, you start at TSN uh, on the row, and then you're sort of quickly go through. Uh, you know, your way to get back on air uh, NHL network and then TSN and then sort of your career there. You told it, there it is. You got, you, you described it completely. Uh, started TSN left, came back to TSN left, came back to TSN. It's like a beacon in the night calling me always. And that was exciting when I came back the last time with Toolsy and Tim and we found out you were uh, going to be working on our show because we knew that you'd be a uh, game to do fun stuff. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you're, you're, I think in terms of acting credits on the show, you've got to be number three after the two of us, at least. Or probably, you probably have more appearances than Dan and I have in the last two and a half years. <laughs> well, I, was gonna, I thought you were going to say cameraman Glenn would be ahead of me, which, I mean, how can I take the mantle from him, right? Well, that is that is true. You might be right. Uh, but you, you're definitely catching up now that Glenn, he's, uh, he's retired. He retired at the right time, I guess. Although maybe the, I guess maybe perhaps the wrong time because... We got on some golf clubs at the end of his retirement, and I'm sure he's going crazy wanting to use those and uh, still not able to use those anytime soon, probably. I'm, I'm assuming golf courses have to be closed, no? Uh, yeah, I'm assuming that they won't be opening this summer. I, I mean, I know – I mean, I guess everybody could just go out and play <laughs> individually or two people or I don't know. I guess foursome could play and just say – and, and have marshals out watching them to make sure they're staying six feet apart. I don't know. Like, it all seems bizarre, but golf seems like a sport you could keep playing. But you're right. It's probably just going to have to, you know, shut down because uh, you definitely can't hang out on the 19th. So I think, um, yeah, it's just, you know, you're just waiting for the complete national shutdown, which, you know, it's just, it's kind of got to happen, you know, got to flatten the curve and, uh, and uh, wait for a vaccine and, and hope everyone can hang in till then. Because, man, it's been tough on so many people. And, 
your your heart just goes out to restaurant owners and, and mm-hmm. small business owners and and you know just people whose entire livelihoods have been suspended by what's going on it uh makes you appreciate what you have for sure well did i answer the question or do i did i go on a total different tangent there i think it was the latter what was the question anyway i can't even remember oh uh, <laughs> oh yeah your tsn uh yeah how you worked through the oh, ranks yeah, of tsn yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then it got to be about you, which it should be. Yeah, <laughs> it should be about you. I mean, uh, yeah, the syrup, you know, the syrup drinking alone in the last, that, that was one of my favorite things you've done this year. How many takes was that? Uh, well, probably depending on different parts of that. There was a definitely like three or four takes for a couple of different uh, aspects of it. <laughs> Some of it was just like, all right, let's just, get, let's just do it and get done and uh, move on. But yeah, I was but sticking for like never, two days. You were sticky for two days. That'd be a good title for your autobiography. (laughs) Um, But, you know, that is one thing about Mike, and your listeners should know that. You are always game for pretty much any idea that that we come to you with. Um, And sometimes to your physical detriment. You know, I mean, it's not fun to get slapped by Dan. Um, That was legit, man. Like, the first time we did that, he actually slapped me, uh, for the uh, viewers or listeners who might not have seen it, he slapped me, and I actually did get smacked (laughs) by him really hard, and I didn't want to fall into the set, because then it would actually possibly hurt me if I not only got smacked in the face, but then, like, went face first into the set. Of course, people were just like, oh, you fell the wrong way. You should have fallen the other way if he slapped you. I wasn't thinking about falling the correct way. It, It hurt like hell. And then did you guys do a second take? Uh, we did that like, uh, last year, months ago, we did another one, but he didn't actually hit me. No, no, no. Did you do a second? So you only did the one slap in the original commercial. You only did one take of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it, okay. Uh, Cause that was a hard hit. I thought like, if I thought you had to take another one, that would have been, yeah, Tim wasn't, Tim wasn't happy about that generally, but, uh, I think it really was funny because you, your screen, your reaction was so you got to go check it out on YouTube if you get a chance. I, I don't even know what it's called, but gosh, that, what a great uh, sell job right there. <laughs> go check it out on YouTube if you get a chance. I don't know what it's called, but, um, but yeah, you know, that was uh, extremely hilarious and uh, appreciated for sure. Well, speaking of things that uh, I'll do to my detriment, uh, I was on your podcast about a month ago. Uh, we drank some of that holy water that uh, Dan was talking about from uh, some evangelist. Uh, have you gotten any uh, any good effects from that, or uh, still don't have that extra money that he said that that he promised? Well, I think actually, I think you could argue that we started uh, this entire North American coronavirus shutdown uh, because when we drank that water, it was pretty much downhill from there. It's true. So, uh, yikes! Not so good. Anyway, Mike, I uh, kids are calling. I gotta run. Uh, Mike, this is a blast. Thank you so much for being on. I uh, definitely appreciate it very much. So, um, and uh, and everything's going to be okay. And uh, and we'll see you uh, see you next week. Uh, Jay and Dan back on TV. Very exciting. Oh, that's awesome. Love it. Can't wait. And thank you so much for doing this, Jay. Okay. Take care, buddy. You too. That was Jay Honore, host of Sports Center with Jay and Dan. Great discussion. Love talking bidets. Seriously, I don't understand. Like I said earlier in that interview, why people are so scared of them. It's water that cleans you. There's nothing weird about it. It's not like I, I, I don't, I never understand. Yes, you see, of course, you still use some toilet paper. You use it to drip dry. I'm not saying you never use toilet paper, 
but it doesn't make any sense to me why people are so scared of this thing. It's, it's better. It cleans you, and it cleans you quicker. And you save, le- in the long run, you've, I've saved so much more money not having to get hordes and hordes of toilet paper. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. Actually, I wanted to bring up a Jay, uh, his last note on Wikipedia, which I find really, really funny. It says on him of him, Onright is unusually tall. Some have said, and then that said bracket who, that from a distance he appears to be nine foot tall. When in reality, he is only about six foot six. Uh, I'd love to know who thinks that. It seemed a little big, uh, a little tall. And I'm very much glad to have him uh, on the podcast. Uh, he has two books as well. Get those Anchor Boy stories from Sports and Life. And number two, more short tales from a very tall man. Definitely make sure also to listen to the JNM podcast presented by McDonald's. They have a podcast every week. It's amazing. It's definitely one of the top ones, if not the top one in Canada. It was a lot of fun to talk to Jay Onright. Thank you for listening to episode 13 of the H-Dog Pod. Bang. This has been the H-Dog Pod with host Michael the Hound Dog Harrison. Bang.